Okay, so to begin, um, we, Tessa, do you want to? Ah. <laughs> so, you created a lot of buzz, you know, when you first won the leadership, you did it pretty fast. Um, you've been kind of quiet, though, since, um, you know, are we just, are we waiting? What's, what's going on with that? <laughs> um, to be honest with you, uh, just like I said during the leadership campaign, I recognized very early on um, that we have a lot of work to do internally within the party. A lot of that stuff happens behind the scenes. It's not a lot of, it's not very public, um, but rest be assured, <laughs> we're trucking along every day. Um, so I know that it may appear that we're not out there, but we are. Um, I'm working very closely together with John Gerard. Um, he is the only uh, seat in the house, so I'm always up in the gallery, uh, listening and learning and really, um, you know, contributing in any way I can to all aspects of the party, so the leader, the party, and the ledge. Are you working on a plan? Is that what, like, do we have? A plan in what regards? A plan for the future. Absolutely. We have a direction. We have um, goals. Um, one of the main things I think that we have to really recognize is that um, we're really working hard to engage Manitobans again and uh, gain the trust of Manitobans. And it's a lot of one-on-one, -on -one, <clears throat> but that's how we are going to grow our party, and we're focused on growing right now. Um, and that is something that takes time, but we're on the ground and we're doing that every day. So um, that's really what the direction is for now, is growing, engaging Manitobans, uh, gaining the trust of Manitobans, really reaching out to uh, the old liberals that have left the party in the past, uh, bringing them back in. Um, getting some youth involved, getting them um, a part of politics again, and uh, really working hard to make sure that people are engaged and wanting to be a part of this new direction and this new this new party. Um, and are you still working as a lawyer, or do you quit and focusing full time? You know, it's law, <laughs> and there are times where you have uh, previous commitments. So okay. I have a few files that are I'm committed to just because of the timing. So once those phase out, then I'll be completely done. But not not excessively. I think like once or twice a month even. Right, and then yeah. so once that's done, your yeah. plan is to full time commit. It's a full time job. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I this is definitely a full time job. Um, the leadership is truly um, all day, every day, <clears throat> and um, I'm committed to it 100 percent to make sure that we're growing and we're out there and Manitobans can be a part of this and engage in them and really listening to their real concerns. How about staff? How many staff members do you have? Um, I have myself, one, Yeah. Um, and then whatever the party has. So, like, whatever the party has you mean as in? So, like, their staffing is um, an executive director, their communications, their uh, volunteers that um, work together with the, with the party and then with the leader's office as well. So do you find you, you're doing, you have to, you're doing a lot of the legwork? And <clears throat> um, I wouldn't say a lot of it. I think that we have a very um, amazing amazing core team together that um, that's not a lot of my doing but um, we do have a volunteer team that have been tirelessly working uh, with me together to make sure that we're on the right track moving forward. How about after the next election now have we decided what riding we <laughs> I love that question. I know. I'm sure <laughs> um, I've said this publicly a few times now about three to four Writings that we're looking at. Um, as you know, it's a very strategic decision that I have to make. Um, I can't just frivolously just 
decide. Uh, we need to really take the time to make sure that we're picking uh, the right one. Um, but I assure you that once I know, everyone will know. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. What riding are you living in right now? Um, right now, I'm in uh, Fort Gary. Um, and would you consider running? You know what? It's not. There's nothing off the table right now. Yeah. Um, it's it's really about uh, the best decision for the party um, and how we can make sure that the leader has a seat. All right. And let's see where I am in my list of questions <laughs> here. Um, oh, uh, Winnipeg North. So, so you know, obviously when we lost Kevin to the Federals, uh, yes. you know, we, is there uh, any hope that uh, Winnipeg North could become a liberal riding again? Oh. Everything is a hope that it can right, become a liberal riding again. Um, yes, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of hope for a lot of different ridings. I wouldn't single Winnipeg North out specifically, but definitely, um, again, it's politics. It's, it's a strategic game. Um, we will make sure that um, we're working hard to um, really help any candidate that's in uh, the quote-unquote winnable ridings and. We're going to work hard. I mean, we're, we're going to hit the ground running, and we're really going to put in all our effort to, to succeed at this. And those three to four ridings you, you mentioned, yeah. weren't uh, any hints <laughs> on what those three to four would be? No. Can't. How about one? You know what? It's, it's, there's a lot. There's a yeah. lot of them. I would just... <laughs> yeah. Um, strategy. You know, what, what's the strategy to get you know, the Liberals back in the forefront of things? Um, you know, it's, it's really going back, I think nobody would argue that um, we've been off, off the track a little for the past decade and decade and a half. Um, I am definitely, walk, I've walked into um, a lot of re-energizing, um, reorganizing uh, structural organizations within the party that have to be uh, aligned again. That's what I'm really working hard on. There, there's a lot to consider. There's a structural organization. There's the engaging of Manitobans to make sure that they know um, that we are new and it's not the same uh, Liberal Party. It's something different. Um, I want to take the party back to our core traditional values. <clears throat> and I think that that's kind of how we got off the track in the past, uh, really going back to um, being true Liberal values, which are being fiscally responsible and uh, socially just and really being that center party. So that's my goal, um, and that's what I'm going to work hard towards. How specifically, you know, can we get back to those core values? You know what, it's going, it, it'll get reflected in our policies, it'll be reflected in our platforms, it'll be reflected in um, our engaging Manitobans, it's going to be reflected in the way that we consult with everyone. Um, small businesses, big businesses, educational facilities, um, healthcare facilities, everything. Um, this is really a lot of <clears throat> taking uh, best practices from every organization and trying to implement it as, as policies. So in the past, I guess, some of the more left-leaning policies that have come in have sort of come in with candidates that you had, for example, like Harry Welbert, Paul Hesse, who have issues that they are campaigning on. Is that, are you going to go away from that model that the Liberal Party has used for a couple of years? <clears throat> I would say that um, in terms of candidates, um, we're looking for strong local candidates for every riding, and 
I would hope and I would try to have candidates that um, not only had personal passions, but also were carrying the message of the Liberal banner. Um, are, do you plan to run out full slate of candidates for the next election? Do we Have we gone that far? I haven't gone that far. Uh, I would like to, ideally, have a full slate. Um, but let's just see how, how things, uh, things roll out. I mean, it's really about timing. It's about the best candidates for the best areas. Um, it's about finances. It's about everything. Making sure that we can support them as well, right? I mean, you want to be able to support your candidates the best, uh, the best that you can. So, um, again, I've stated before that there's a lot of things that we need to do to get to that point. A lot of it's internal structure, um, and we need to make sure that that's all set in place so we have a strong foundation to set off from. What kind of goal are you looking at right now in terms of seats for the next election? Like, what's the what's the magic number that you're tossing <laughs> around that you'd love to get? Oh, that's a great question. Um, ideally, a lot. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, literally, there's no there's no leader in this province who's not going to be gunning for every single seat. And it, there's just it's not possible. Um, everyone's sitting in the same position. The three parties are, and we're going to gun for every single seat because that's the nature of the game. We want to succeed, okay? Um, but I'm realistic. Um, I, I have to have a lot of things to consider. So, um, you know, 10, 15, 20 is ideal. We'll work really hard. Um, but again, I'll be happy with, I mean, I mean listen, we're, we have one seat in the house right now, right? So we have a lot of work to do. Um, and I'm in this for the long run, hopefully. So let's just start a building process first and build a strong foundation. So. Uh, we are sustainable in the long run. <clears throat> and how about the process for you know gathering the candidates? Um, how's that? How's the vetting going? Like, are we? Where do we stand with that? Well, what has happened so far, uh, without me really saying too much, but without what's happened so far is um, we are approached. Okay, so I haven't done a big call for nominations or anything like that. I think that's very public. I haven't done that yet. I probably won't do it for a while. Um, right now, do I have people approaching me? Absolutely. Do I have people um, who have never been a part of politics coming up and saying we want to be a part of this? Yes. Um, am I confident that we will find fantastic candidates um, if the past four months is any indication? Yes. So I'm sure you don't want to name names, but you know, what's the profile of that person who is saying, hey, I want to be a candidate? Like what, a, what type of person is who's coming up in? Listen, it's politics. There's people from all walks of life. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to ideally solidify one type of person. Um, we are inviting. We're welcoming. We want our candidates to represent their constituencies. We want them to be local candidates, if possible, um, within that riding, if possible. Uh, we want them to be able to represent uh, the voice of their consti constituents in the House. That's the goal. Um, now, Bob Axworthy, uh, well, that was about maybe two weeks ago, mm -hmm. he had some heavy criticism of, you know, the current regime, you know, <laughs> I think he was saying that they were trying to vet out all the old candidates and the old, uh, the old guard, yeah, the old guard, um, I guess, what's your response to what he was saying? I'm not even specific, specifically speaking about anyone, what anyone's saying, um, I've been very clear, uh, about the parties, um, what we need to do to make sure we're a sustainable, functioning party in the future. Um, again, we've brought in a lot of the a lot of the older liberals that have left us. 
Uh, we're working really hard to engage new people. Uh, we're on the right track to make sure that we're uh, presenting ourselves to the public in, in the most unified way. I'm, I'm not, um, I mean, I, I just, I'm overwhelmed by the support sometimes within the party. So I, I just, to me, it's, uh, we're working hard and uh, we're united. People see that within the party and that's why they're, they're willing to uh, be a part of this and continue on. So, I'm oh, sorry, no, go ahead. I was just saying, bringing in like um, a new executive director, mm -hmm. um, you know, the reasoning behind that would be? Um, that's a board decision, so that's not the leader's <laughs> decision, so. And do you know what the board's decision was? Why? That's up to them. That's, and also, there are HR issues. But I think what's really important to recognize that there's never been a new leader in any of the party that's come in and there hasn't been a transition period. Uh, and I think that there is a transition period. Um, I think it's silly to not recognize that there would have been a transition period. Um, there's never been a leadership race where there hasn't been uh, changes and shifts in the structure of a party. So that's what we're seeing right now, and that's it's positive. It's it's on the right track, and we're moving along, you know, full force and working really hard to make sure that we're we're in this game for the long haul. I guess it's just been like it's it's part part probably. Um, the nature of the size of the party, that there, mm -hmm. some of these things are going to come out and there's yeah. going to be a little bit of infighting. But would you say that you're, you're confident now that the past couple of years of sort of controversies and infighting, are you ready to put that behind you? Do you think it's mostly mission accomplished? We will work tirelessly to end that, um, to end any internal fighting. Um, and the Liberal Party, the members... They're not about internal fighting. They're not happy with internal fighting. We want to succeed, okay? We want to be a party that's seen as an option in Manitoba politics. And that takes all of us coming together, and that's what we're seeing right now, is you have the party coming together, we're working hard, we're making changes, and sometimes changes, uh, they're not always easy to make, but we're trying our hardest, and we're trying to keep it as, as positive and on track as possible. And, uh, you know, what would these changes be? You're talking, like, about all these changes you want to make to make this party back to what it was. What specifically? Well, if you look back at the, the by-elections, okay, I was fortunate enough to, and now I'm going to say I'm fortunate enough because now it's over. I was very fortunate enough to, within two, three months of my leadership, while we're still transitioning, um, we have two by-elections, right? Um, I picked a local candidate for Arthur Verdon. Um, we ran two campaigns um, very differently in the past. We did the first thing. We were modernized our campaign system, the way that we ran campaigns. We immediately got uh, a call center placed in our headquarters so we can do the calling out. Uh, we got some data uh, voter databases set up that will be utilized. Not They were utilized during that election, um, but they will also help in the future. It was very much a trial period. Um, and we were out there, we were engaging, we made sure that people knew who we were, what we were about, and those, and the results reflected that. Right, and yeah, you did make huge <clears throat> increases. And the results reflected that. So, um, in terms of tangible, that's tangible, right? It's modernizing the party. It's making sure that our internal structure, ex including everything that's to come, will be up to date, it will be modern, it will be something that's efficient, and we can run a party um, to make sure that we're, we're on. <laughs> we want to succeed, of course. Tessa, how are you doing? Um, getting lost in the shuffle here. No, um, 
so I guess um, during the Carstairs era, when the last big surge for the Liberals, um, there was a bit of a, a right-leaning shtick, someone would say, and, and I think I've noticed that in some of the things that have been going on. I'm not sure if that's accurate. Would, would you say that maybe you're taking the party a little bit more right of where it used to be, which was maybe a little bit left of centre? It's a great question. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, I've stated this um, when I started this uh, interview, it's centre. Um, going back to core liberal values and um, left or right of centre, I'm not focused on that. Going back to our traditional values and um, anything that came before that, that succeeded, that was wonderful. But right now our focus is making sure that everything that we do reflects that. I guess a large big picture question here. Sure. You know, 2015 comes around, you're in Salinger's spot. <laughs> what are you going to do differently <clears throat> Manitobans? Listen to Manitobans. Represent Manitobans. Um, a liberal government in the next election would mean responsibility, it would mean a group of people that would be proud to be held accountable, it would be transparency, and it would be working as hard as we could as public servants <clears throat> to make sure that Manitobans recognize that this is a public service and we work for you and every decision that we make is qualified with what is in the best interest of Manitobans. Alright, I didn't see what, uh... Um... Ah, <laughs> budget day. <laughs> oh, so, budget day. <laughs> I guess a uh, two-part question. One, sure. you know, you were there at budget mm -hmm. day. Um, what were your... Initially, when you kind of came out, we kind of saw, you know, Pallister came out, you came out, and you guys almost said the same thing in ways. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I, I honestly didn't, I, uh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, is this, are, are you, you know, leaning more towards uh, going the same thinking route as Brian Pallister? No. Um, again, um, it's budget day, so a lot of the comments any leader would be making would be referring to budget, and it would be referring to the financial, the financial state of this province. It would be referring to um, investments in certain areas and not in certain areas. So I think that any leader who came out at that time would be very much focused on economics, finances, where's your deficit, how are you re reducing this deficit. I think that would be um, anyone in that position, including myself, would be where, would we, where we would be standing and what our um, comments would be reflecting. And I guess the second part, um, you know, now that we're looking a bit I guess budget day was two weeks ago now? About that, yeah. You know, now that we're two weeks ahead of it, um, what's our initial take on now what the NDP had said then? I was very disappointed in the budget. Um, I sat there hoping, like many Manitobans were, that there would be an active, a short-term, a long-term, both plan in place to reduce the deficit. I saw none of that. I saw a lot of um, repackaging of old announcements set up and presented to Manitobans as if it was something new. Um, so, you know, there's disappointment. Um, there's disappointment because at the end of the day, all of us want what's best for our province. 
we want what's best for the people of our province and I don't think that that budget reflected the desire for that. Okay. Um, one of the places that uh, Mr. Dredd was able to get some success was with some of his wedge issues like, like Lake Winnipeg. Will that still be a focus for you? You said John? Yeah. Um, Lake Winnipeg is it's interesting, right? Because the way I take um, Lake Winnipeg is probably a little bit different than John, I think. Um, are we going to focus on the environment? Yes. Are we going to focus on the economy? Absolutely. Are we going to focus on education, healthcare, and everything? Yes. Uh, specifically for Lake Winnipeg, um, the fact that um, you have water stewardship and um, uh, research and innovative innovation budget, um, their budget cuts, right? I mean, they, they, they cut the, their investments to that when we have one of the uh, most, it's not endangered, it's the most, uh, well, one of the most, we'll call it endangered, <laughs> threatened, one of the most threatened uh, lakes in the world. You would think that, and in my view, um, we would be the taking, we would be taking the lead on that. We would be taking the lead on research and in investment and development on finding what the solution to that problem is so we could be nationally known as the province that was able to come to a solution for this problem. We don't see a lot of that. We don't see a lot of innovation. We don't see a lot of thinking outside the box. We don't really look at what more we could do with this, with, with issues that are in our own backyard. So um, it, it matters. Um, all of these things really, they matter. And they matter for the best interest of all Manitobans. Okay. So obviously that was that was one of John's wedge issues. Do you have anything that, any issues that you are going to try and use to get more attention for the party? <laughs> you know, it's it's hard at this point to start talking about um, policies and platforms when we haven't um, been, you know, we have a committee set up, we're working on this stuff, but it's not presentable, obviously, at this moment. Um, there are issues, there are um, things from the 2011 platform that I think that I would like to take further going um, for 2015, um, you know, decreasing or eliminating or attempting to eliminate, working hard to eliminate uh, payroll taxes for small businesses, something that we really want to stick with. Um, again, I'm a strong advocate for um, investing in uh, early childhood education. Uh, we have daycares, uh, people I know, probably people you know, 10,000 plus on a daycare uh, wait list. Um, this really, it, it burdens our economy because you have families that can't allow one or both parents to go, get back into the work field um, and, you know, contribute to the economy. So there's a lot of issues like that that, yes, I would be, I would definitely be sticking by uh, even from 2011 going to 2015. Um, but we'll, we'll see how, how things roll. I mean, things change every day here. Okay, um, can we ask you a couple of more personal questions about your history before we let you go? I think you can. <laughs> um, I understand that in law school, one of you were nicknamed, quote, Superwoman. Where did that come from? How do you guys find this stuff out? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? <clears throat> I work tirelessly for causes I believe in, and uh, my past reflects that. Uh, my future will reflect that. 
Um, in the past, you know, it was my passion to make sure that I was representing my student body um, in law school, throughout my three years of law school, even when I was not president. Um, and now I'm taking that same work ethic, I'm taking that same passion, I'm taking that same internal whatever it is that drives me and I'm doing it for, for the province and I'm trying my best to really provide Manitobans with something that's not the same old, same old, it's something that's different, something that's innovative, something that we can all get on board with, something that's so proactive that we can look to our future and see that, wow, we are so proud to be here. We made the right decisions and now we are proud, we can stay here, our businesses can flourish, our children can grow, and the list goes on and on. So, you know, they called me Superwoman because I was tireless, and I was passionate, and that's something that I carry on here today. Just, do you think Manitobans feel that way at all right now, that, that pride to be here that you just described? You know what, um, when I walked into leadership, I'm always going to feel pride for my province because it's given me everything that I have, okay? Um, but when I walked in, it was from frustration, right? Um, you're a young professional, you want to stay in your province, you're watching all your friends go somewhere else just because they can't afford to live here. Uh, that's not the way it's supposed to be. That's just not the way it's supposed to be. So you have somebody who stepped up. I'm willing to contribute, I'm putting in the time, I'm putting in the effort, I want this to succeed. Just, we can be proud, we should be proud, but it's based on hope, right? We need to make the right decisions right now and have the hope that there is something better for all of us. And um, let's not get caught up in the negativity of it all. Yes, things are tough right now, right? There are things that aren't the greatest right now. Unfortunately, we have a government that's kind of living in their own world and they're not really recognizing what is best for the majority of the population. Um, and I want to bring this back to Manitobans. I want to bring politics back to everyday Manitobans who invest in our economy, who invest in our healthcare system by being those frontline services, who work tirelessly and contribute and want to stay here. So that's what we work for every day. So. Um, more recently in, in your legal career, what kinds, of, what kinds of cases were you primarily working on? Um, well, I did a lot of commercial, I did a lot of corporate, and um, I did a lot of Aboriginal. So those were my three main areas of practice. Are there any high-profile cases that, that people might know about? No, no, and I wouldn't. <laughs> Confidentiality <laughs> in law, first and foremost. <laughs> okay. Um, can you tell us a little bit about growing up? Sure. I feel like I tell this story yeah. so much, <laughs> but it's but it's good though. I, I love talking about I love talking about my past and you know I grew up on a farm in Anola. Um, you know, mom and dad got that farm probably the year the year before I was born. So uh, so I grew up there from the day I was born. Um, we were very young. It was a family business. We're like poster child, like farm family farm, <laughs> right? So you have five of us working in the farm. Um, I come from a very tight knit family. Um, um, I have uh, parents and supporters who've just been beside me every step of the way, just um, pushing me along, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, I'm a person who grew up with a family telling me that there's always somebody worse, and you always have to be contributing. Your goal in life is to contribute. Contribute to your community, contribute to your family, contribute to your province, contribute to your country. And 
um, I grew up understanding that and that was the mantra in my house which is why I'm able to do what I do every day. Um, when I got into post-secondary education, you know, I had a decision to make and I chose law and um, I went to law school and I actively participated in everything I could. Um, I worked very hard to uh, really get my student body to contribute to the community. Um, and there was a shift in thinking when I was there, and especially when I was president, where uh, we had students recognizing that we are very fortunate and our part of our legal career is supporting our communities, and that's what we did. So, um, and just off of law school, you know, I got called to the bar, practiced, and now jumped into leadership, and now here I am. Public service, I mean, I think if there's one thing that I'm passionate about right now, it's just I want to give back and I want people to be um, as passionate about Manitoba and as excited to be here as I feel that we all should be. Because we have, we have it. It's just, you just got to wake it up. <laughs> um, is, that, is that a big family thing? Like, pu is public service a big part of your family? Is a you know, I think, you know, my parents were very grateful. And my parents were very grateful. They were very um, grateful for for just the life that they were given, and they worked very hard. I you know I watched my mom work with five of us, kind of on her tail, you know, all because we were all about the same age. So it was just nice to see them really work as hard as they could and give back in any way they could. So um, we try, we try, and I think a lot of families really do in any way they can contribute. So. I'm just, we're just like every other group of people who are grateful to be where they are. Great. Um, <laughs> I feel silly asking this, but... You can ask me. Or, <laughs> <laughs> How would you feel about Joe Chan running for the party in the next election? Is that going to happen? Um, there is a, for all candidates... Um, there is a committee that's put in place to make sure, um, just to make sure that our candidates reflect the party. So, um, I, it, it's it's about the committees. It's about ERC. It's about making sure that our candidates really reflect um, their constituencies. So, um, I think that's basically covered everything. Anything else you want people to know yeah. about that you haven't said a million times already? <laughs> You know what, I, I'm, I just, a constant thing I like to do is just invite, you know, invite Manitobans to, you know, come to the office, call me, have a conversation with me. Um, I think Manitobans are still getting to know me um, and getting to know the personality and it will come, um, but uh, my door is always open and I really want Manitobans to feel that there is something better and I can't say that enough that there is something better for all of us and all we need to do is allow it to happen and um, really we could be a thriving province. We really could be. Like there's no doubt about this. This is just a decision that we all have to make that we want this. So. Alright, all right, well put. Thank you very much. Alright, thank you. Wonderful. Thank you guys. Good.